Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Reggie's Expressions. But before we get started, I need to tell you about how great this application called Anchor is. That's the application that I'm using to record this right now. This application is great because it allows you to be able to record a podcast and do all the things that you need in terms of editing in one place, all right? I used this application before, and not only did I have to record it, I had to download it from this thing and add it to this and add it. It was just too much. I found out about Anchor, and I realized how easy it was. They have all the creation tools and everything that you're going to need right from your phone. You can edit, you can add music, whatever you need directly from the application. Like I said, it's all in one place. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. I can't reiterate that enough, all right? So all you guys got to do is go and download the Anchor app, either from your Google Play Store or your Apple Play Store or wherever you get your, your apps from on your phone. Or you can do it the traditional way by going to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, enjoy this episode. Thank you so much again. And don't forget, you can find us on Reggie's Expressions, and that's Reggie's underscore expressions on Instagram. Enjoy the episode. Hey, you guys. Y'all know I love talking about my favorite things in the world. And this thing is no different. It is one of the best ways that you could eat cake. Now, me and Carlos was hanging out on a Sunday, as we sometimes do, down at the local farmer's market. And we were just trotting along, and we saw this nice lady with a nice smile with cakes in a mason jar. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Now, what pulled me in is when I start to see some of the flavors in what she had. One of my favorite is chocolate peanut butter. She also has birthday cake. And she does them in gluten-free, too, all right? Now, every piece of cake that I've gotten in that mason jar, I don't know if that mason jar added an extra flavor element or whatever, but it's literally the best. The moistness of the cake through and through, the flavors that she used. And you can tell that she does it with love. Man, you can go down to the local farmer's market. She also has a storefront in the city of Winter Garden, okay? You can also go on Facebook Type in worthycakes. Uh, worthycakes. Her website is worthycakes.com. And yeah, you can actually take your pick. She can make a flavor for you. You can actually have them ordered and sent to you. Or you can go down to the local storefront, as I said, in Winter Garden, and she'll be able to service you. Her days of operations is Tuesday through Saturday from 10 to 6. Sa- uh, Sunday, Monday... She's actually closed because she's out at the local farmer's market, either in Winter Garden or the one in Orlando, which is the one that I go to often. So if you guys get an opportunity to go down to the storefront or get a chance to go and see her at the local farmer's market, tell her that Reggie sent you, the gentleman with the podcast, and, uh, you know, she might give you a pat on the back for that. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, guys, I love that place so much. I am craving a chocolate peanut butter cake right now. So I got to get off of this and actually go devour it. But go check her out. And I promise you, you won't be disappointed. 
All right, guys. Thank you again for listening to the episode. I appreciate each and every one of you. Enjoy your day. This is Reggie's Expression. What's going on, everybody? Hey, it's your boy Reggie's uh, from Reggie's Expressions. Uh, as you can see, I got uh, my homie Angelo here. I also have uh, Keys Ali. We're going to be having a great discussion uh, talking about uh, the community, uh, the gay community, that is. And, uh, you know, today uh, we're going to, it's actually going to be three parts. Today we're going to be talking about calling in, calling out. I'll explain more. We're also going to be talking about being born gay, parents' influences, so on and so forth. Uh, tomorrow, um, or tomorrow, we're going to have a different topic. We're also going to have another topic on uh, um, day three as well to kind of round out the conversation when it comes to the gay community. And um, Angelo and I, you know us well from the podcast, and he's Ali, just with someone who was interested in learning more. And... Um, you know, he came to me and he gave me the opportunity to, uh, to, to pair up with him and, and, and uh, flesh out some of these topics that, you know, are uh, very important to our existence um, in the gay community. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Reggie's Expressions, which is R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore expressions. You can also find me on um Facebook with Reggie's Expressions as well. Reggie's, R-E-G-G-E, apostrophe S, Expressions with the S on the end. And you can find me on my podcast, Apple and Spotify as well. So, you know, um, I just want to let you guys know that these topics are, you know, nuanced. You know, they're going to be coming from my own experience. This in no way, shape, or form is all size fits all. Um, at the end of the day, um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know, this is really to spark conversation, not uh, set the tone in terms of what we think should be the case. And we welcome all identities that decide that they want to, um, you know, come on. But uh, one of the big questions that I get often, you know, is from people who don't happen to be a part of the LGBTQIA plus community is what is the QIA plus? What is that? Um, but years ago, it wasn't something that um, was necessary for us to explain. And uh, Angelo, since you guys have seen the pod, you know, uh, at one point, Angelo and I had a discussion about, you know, uh, LGBTQIA plus, you know, coming from the uh, the same standpoint of what is QIA? I don't understand. I just remember the first four letters. So, you know, um, my idea is that everybody wants to be represented and, you know, it does get a little wordy after a while, verbose in terms of all of the people that we need to represent. But at the end of the day, we understand that there's no linear path when it comes to how you identify yourself. So, um, yeah, Keys, tell me, if you don't mind, a little bit about what your intentions are or, you I'm know. just here to learn, man. I mean, I'm very ignorant, I guess, to all of it, for lack of words. Um, Southern Baptist black man. So that's all I know is what's in the Bible, what my grandma told me. I mean, yeah. I have made my own assumptions and things like that. But um, over the years, I probably had one or two friends from the community. And they've been open with answering certain questions and yeah. accepting my ignorant questions. Because, I, I mean, I'm just going to ask you what I don't know. How, I don't know the words. I don't know the lingo. So I'm just going to yeah. say what I got to say. And like I said, uh, I felt comfortable speaking to you 
and i just want to learn some more i want to say some things and see how y'all feel about it as well and if i say something wrong mm -hmm. teach me don't punish me that's all i gotta right. say but that that kind of goes back to the idea of calling you in you know um you you personify the example of what i mean by calling it you know um when we as people choose to live out our identity you know as a gay man or you know trans man or whatever the case may be you know we understand that there's a lot of scrutiny so we're very choosy with who we allow in our circle sometimes so you know at the end of the day um i appreciate your um your your candidness behind the topic because you was like man i don't know and then i also appreciate your you know willingness to to you know come in and brainstorm this whole idea with me so thank you hey man thank you now angelo is um tell us a little bit about yourself i i can start off by saying that he is a part of the lgbtqia plus community um but uh tell us a little bit about you um me i hispanic dominican uh heritage uh, I currently live in North Carolina in the eastern part, right outside of uh, Wilmington. Um, lived in Florida for 15 years, was born and raised in Jersey. Um, you know, as far as, you know, I, I'm one of those, I first started with the first couple of letters of the alphabet, LGBTQ. Um, everything else after that is uh, even a learning experience for me, um, because I mean, I, I stopped at Q. Um, as we had that discussion not so long ago. Um, and I understand now that every, you know, there's, there's, there's more to be included. Um, and, and that, you know, and, that, and that's fine. They want to add more letters to it. Um, I understand why most, most of us are being called the alphabet mafia. I get it. Um, <laughs> heard that before. At, at first, at first I was like alphabet mafia. I'm like, what the fuck? But I kind of get it now. I mean, I understand that now there's there's a lot of influence, but um, at the same time, there is a lot of um, education that needs to be done. I wouldn't say ignorance. Um, that is part of it, but I guess it's the lack of education as well at the same time. Um, even with myself, um, and, and I guess we'll probably go more into that discussion as far as, you know, coming out and whatnot, you know, due to cultural um because of my culture you know kind of had to hide who i was until you know you kind of felt that you just had enough and i guess we'll kind of talk about that but that's mm -hmm. pretty much who i am i have a different perspective and i look at things differently i kind of look at both sides and then poke the bear mm -hmm. um at it and then you know we'll see from there yeah uh so angelo and i are similar in that aspect um you did say, uh, Keith, that you are a Southern Baptist male. Yeah, so am I. Um, it's interesting because I had a conversation with my father earlier this week, and he said that also. And um, yeah, you know, a lot of his teachings are from the Bible. And that's what we learn how <clears throat> we're supposed to navigate in this world. And, you know, the unfortunate part about the Bible is there isn't very much nuance there, you know, when it comes to what's right and what's wrong. And one of the things that I've learned you know, my years of living is there's always a gray area and there's an exception to every rule. So, you know, why wouldn't this topic be any different? You know what I'm saying? If we allow there to be some giveaway for certain parts of the Bible, 
then why isn't that same grace given to this particular part? But that's not what we're doing here. We're not having a conversation about, you know, tit for tat. We're having a conversation really to just allow everybody to learn more and start the conversation in their own homes about what they deem is necessary. So <clears throat> the reason this topic, like I said, came up was obviously a conversation that me and Keith had and a few conversations that me and Angelo had. And, you know, it was interesting to me. It's interesting to me, you know, whenever I meet new straight people, you know, some of the antiquated thinking um, that they have in terms of what, uh, what being gay, which is what I represent is. And rightfully so. I mean, they're not in the community. You know, there are some outliers who come into the community and then leave, um, which is a whole nother topic. But, you know, at the core of it all, all they think and know is that we like people of the same sex. Now, obviously, there's more caveats to, you know, what being gay is or LGBTQIA plus is. And, um, you know, we just want to make sure we flesh out that conversation as best we can. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the headers in terms of, you know, what that means. <clears throat> so I'm going to get right into the topic. The first topic that I want to talk about is coming out. Um, the idea of coming out, inviting in, coming out. OK, so Angelo, because of the ages that we are, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm married as well. My husband also uh, identifies as gay. Um, but uh, coming out, we came out. And what that means is, is it kind of goes back to the old cliche of uh, uh, coming out of the closet. You know, yeah. whenever people were gay and they didn't tell anybody, they would say, uh, I'm coming out of the closet or they're coming out of the closet. And that really became the catalyst to what became the norm for gay people, you know, back in our, our uh, term. But the burden of coming out is the idea of letting too much out and not being able to bring it back in. You know what I'm saying? Um, as simple as that sounds, it's really the truth because what I've learned in my existence is sexuality can be very fluid. <clears throat> There have been a lot of people that I've met that have bounced in the community, but, you know, identify as something else. And I agree, you know, that even though you enjoy it, if you don't want to identify as it or and when I mean it, gay, straight, whatever, you shouldn't have to. But we like labels and boxes, even though we say often, I don't like to be in a box. We find comfort in putting people in a box mm -hmm. and then challenge them when they say that they're not the box that we thought that they were in. So uh, coming out just really had this burden on a lot of, you know, uh, on a lot of us in terms of, you know, what does that look like? How do I, how do I come out? What do I say when I come out? What if how I feel now isn't the same way that I feel two years from now, you know, because when you come out, it's a very definitive statement. I want to know how you came out, Reggie. I'm sorry. Okay. I yeah. Tell me, tell me that. Tell us the story, Reggie. Absolutely. So um, I was 28, actually, when I came out, but I had been practicing gay. Um, <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> I was practicing gay. No. Okay. I'm sorry. Never I, heard it that way before. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know, uh, practicing gay for about nine years at this point um, because I had girlfriends and I also had, you know, uh, 
women that I liked, but I just was, you know, fearful of coming out. So um, I was in the military when I had my first experience with another man. Um, and it was just a number of years of men that I interacted with, but never found anything that was significant enough to make me want to come out. I always knew, even when I was younger, going through bisexuality, that eventually I would come out. Hold on, so you started as bisexual? Yes, I, I identified as bisexual because that was the more palatable way to come out, you know? So um, you faking it until you made it? Well, I wouldn't say fake it because I had very real feelings for those women that I was with, you know? Um, it's just that what I wanted my future to be was completely different than what I had with those with those women. You know what I'm saying? So what it, like I heard the term beard, right? Say it again. Beard, like I heard that as being beard. Ah, uh, yes. So the women with your beards? No, because then no. that would be the whole idea of me um, that I was just dra dragging them along in terms of showing the face of straightness, but being gay behind the scenes. No, they weren't my beard. They were actually people I was in relationship with. Oh, okay. and a, um, you know, had a very real connection. It's just that, at, you know, at the time I didn't have the language to be able to explain that I wanted to be with men only. That didn't come until later. That didn't come until I had more experiences. So. Okay. Okay. My fault for cutting y'all, man. Oh, no, no. I gotta ask. Gotta ask. No, get and that's why you're here, man. I appreciate that. Um, you know, somebody who's on the outside looking in has that, uh, um, you know, that outlook. But long story short, um, at about 26, I decided that I was not going to date women anymore. Um, when I turned 28, um, I met this man who I thought was going to be my be all end all. Uh, unfortunately, he was not. But because of the relationship that we had was so intense and so quick, I actually came out to my dad. You know, I was like, hey, dad, I. You know, I want to come out to you. I found this guy. I think he's really awesome, blah, blah, blah. And um, if you guys get a chance, I do have the full conversation on um, Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts. So if you want to actually listen to what he had to say, please go do so. Um, but he basically said, I love you no matter what. And I'm going to be here for you. You're my son. Now, for years, we didn't talk about it um, because out of sight, out of mind. But at the end of the day, I really felt that my dad's genuine love for me, it never wavered. I never felt that it wavered. Even after I decided to marry my husband and, you know, um, had to challenge his, his belief again because I wanted to invite him to the wedding. And, you know, he had to go to his pastor and his pastor was like, you know, you can't go because, you know. That's wild. That's wild. No disrespect to your father, but that's wild. Hey, um, crazy. Yeah, you can't go because that would be as if you're, you know, acknowledging and believing that that's the case. So you can't go. So he didn't. Um, what? So uh, it, unfortunately, none of my family members were there, but it wasn't for the same purpose. Um, my sister couldn't come for whatever reason. And everybody else just, you know, was. Not a real, not really a part of the process, but I, I don't want to get too sad about that because honestly and truly, that was one of the happiest days of my life. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that, man. You was going kind of sound like, bro, you got married though. Like at the end of the I, day, uh, I remember actually having a conversation with my father, and I told him, 
you know, the only person I'm concerned about being there is Carlos. And if he ain't there on the day that I need him to be, it don't really, that would be the only thing that would bother me. So if you can't come, I'm not going to hold that against you. I would love for you to be here, but I'm still going to get married uh, December uh, 5th. Yeah, I almost forgot you. You good, man? I, I had to. I had to put it together. But uh... <laughs> Angelo, you had you had a similar situation, similar experience coming out, or? Well, um, my experience is a little bit different. Um, I actually didn't. Well, I didn't even come out. I was actually outed. Um, oh. So it was a it was a whole different experience with me, even though I was um, experimenting. Um, I was experimenting. Uh, how should I say this? Um, consensual at the age of seventeen. Um, I was actually raped when I was thirteen. Um, you know that wasn't by choice, but um, at Around the age of 17, I started sneaking around and, you know, seeing older men. Um, but I was also dating this other girl at the, at the time. Even even during when I was younger, um, you know, I was dating girls, but I always thought about guys until I was 17. Um, that, you know, I consensually did, you know, came out or consensually decided to be with men. Um, then I was dating, um, I was dating this girl, great. She had a, a you know, we, we, we had a very good relationship. Um, right when I was, right before my 21st birthday, um, I had confided in her, um, you know, that I've messed around with guys before, but that's not necessarily the case with you now, blah, blah, blah. And I was just being honest. Um, and she outed me to my mom. Um, and she, you know, basically like, mind you, we had already had plans and everything to move because we were moving to Florida and everything else. We were going to move together. And she decided to um, out me out to my mom. And um, that's the moment where I kind of decided to make the choice. Um, because if I was honest enough to tell her, you know, what I'm all about, then I'm just going to confirm it. You know what I mean? So in a way I had my, I had a confirmation. I mean, right? you, so I, had, I mean, you can understand why she did it though, right? Did you forgive her? Y'all still cool? Y'all had a conversation after that? I have not spoken to her since the incident. Um, so I mean, you can understand where she's coming from though right like why she probably she's probably upset you know especially if y'all playing the future together yeah but, but that doesn't why, why didn't she give the same courtesy to him exactly so instead of sitting down and having a conversation with me about it and 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 making me feel secure or oh, it's gonna be fine blah 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 i mean don't get me wrong it was it was what we what we had was was really good actually when i started dating her i wasn't seeing other men you know see what i'm saying so her doing that outing me out to my mom for and the only reason why she outed and it's freaking crazy she wanted to have one she wanted to have one of my kids i wasn't ready to have a child she wanted me to have a child with her 
she already had one prior to us being together. And I told her one night, no, the condom's not coming off. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I I mean, I'm 20 years old. I don't want to have a kid at that time. I'm, I'm going, I'm in college trying to go through law school. You know what I mean? Like having a child was not a decision that I wanted to have to have at that point. So by me telling her no, that I wasn't going to have a child, she kind of felt like, well, you know what? I'm just going to tell your mother everything. Yeah. Fuck it. Blow your world up. Exactly. So, um, with me, I mean, that, that happened. Um, at that moment I decided to just make a decision like, okay, if you feel you as a female feel this much this way, then you know what? I'm not going to go down that route anymore with any other females. Um, because I don't want to ruin someone else's life either. You know what I mean? I kind of get everybody's, um, I kind of get the whole DL situation. I get it. Everybody's in it for different reasons. Um, but I kind of made that decision of, you know what? I'm not going to do this to someone else. Um, where I'm going to be honest and then have that torch blown. You know what I mean? It's, um, I wasn't going to have that anymore. So, so you didn't so I just take the rigid route. You didn't take the rigid route and be bi first. You just came straight to the gay. No, he was bi when he no. was no, because I was, say he didn't cheat on a Reggie. See, Reggie trying to make you no, not on man. her, but I was oh. with men before. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Reggie was trying not to thought Reggie was trying to throw you for a second no. there, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. With her, I didn't cheat with other men. Prior to being with her, I was okay. Like, got it. You know what I mean? Like when I was with her, I was with her. You know what I mean? I wasn't seeing any other men. I wasn't trying to, you know have that dual de- complicate my life even more as far as DL was concerned. You know what I mean? That's where it stopped. Would have continued to happen later on. Eh, who knows? But that chapter got closed. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, what's I want to take time to oh before you before you keys if if I can. Go ahead. So DL means down low. For those okay. of you uninitiated, it means down low. Um J.L. King, which is a huge, well, he he had a really good book. Um, well, it was salacious at best, but on the download, which explained these kind of experiences, it's basically men who have sex with other men, but in secret, kind of almost like being in the closet, if you will. Yeah, the the, the new the new jits call it trade too these days. Call yeah, it trade. Yeah, that's true. The, trade. They also call it trade. You got trade, it. Like yes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. Y'all break that down, man. What's, yeah, what's trade? So trade? Trade it's basically. A new term. It is. It's a new term for DL. That's basically a straight guy who would have relationships or have sex with other men, whether it be oral sex or uh, anal sex or whatever the case may be, and still identify straight. But why the word trade, though? Like, what's, what's, what's the trade slang? I, you know what? I'm gonna go on uh, uh, Urban Dictionary real quick, and we'll find it out. Because that's Angelo, I, no, go ahead, Angelo, break it down for us, Angelo. The the trading part is that you're you're trading yourself with uh, with other people or between the sexes. So oh. you still you, oh. you, you you you're in your head. You're still calling, and they also call it straight curious. Also, it's like in your head. No, I don't want to be with another man. 
I, you know, that's some gay shit, blah, blah, blah. But you don't mind getting fellatio from another guy. You don't mind getting, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It, 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 it's, I don't it's, a, it's a mind game. Hmm? I don't say trade at this age. I'm too old for trade. I, I, <laughs> but the, uh, it's funny because I, uh, uh, what's the name of this? Wikipedia has a big old definition. It's actually gay slang, but uh, it's a term to uh, refer to casual partners of a gay man or the genre of such pairings. Men falling in the category of trade are not gay identified. So they don't identify right. as gay. They don't identify. Relationships with, you know, whether it be sexual, emotionally, whatever they decide to, to dwell into. Gotcha. Now, on, on, the, on the slide, I think it said inviting in coming out. Yeah. Can you break down the, the, the inviting yes. in part for me? Yeah, like, because y'all came out. So what's the inviting in? Now, right. So I, the I had a confirmation. Well, yeah. That's another <laughs> term. <laughs> the opposite of side of coming out is inviting in. So that's basically saying, uh, Kels, um, you know, I know I share a lot of personal things about my life, but the one thing I don't talk about is my personal life. And I want to invite you into my world and I want to share more of what I'm going through. And, you know, then I would reveal to you that I'm gay rather than actually, because this is my, and this isn't a, a coin, a term that I coined. I get okay. this. And this is one of my mentors uh, that I actually follow. His name is David Johns. I know you're talking you about actually find him on uh, uh, Instagram. Great young man. Um, and he has a lot of uh, queer trans topics uh, that come to the forefront. And he's a big advocate for, uh, the Black National uh, Caucus, he's a part of it. And he also is about, you know, LGBTQIA plus uh, rights also. But his, his suggestion is rather than having the responsibility and the weight of coming out where, you know, you have a group of people and you're coming out and it's like your quinceanera or, you know, uh, first 21 party. Let's make it a cool, chill moment and just say, hey, I want to invite you into my world. I want to invite you into knowing something else that I find to be personal. And that happens to be that I'm gay. All right, let's go eat. You know what I'm saying? It takes the, the sting out of having to come out and, and disappoint people or make people feel some type of way or having to, you know, console someone. Like my sister, you know, she cried. And, you know, to her, she was just like, oh, my God, I don't understand. And it was like, what? I'm not dead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you got Are you the big brother or the little brother? No, I'm, I'm the younger brother. You're the little. Because it's kind of like you want to see you have an idea for your family. You have a you have a uh, like I want to see my man do the best he can be. I want like my little brother. I want to see my little brother be the best that he can be. When he grow up, I'm gonna show him what not to do, what to do, you know that type of thing. And then it's like, damn, bro, like. So what? if I were to, if I were to, kind of go, so basically, well, it's all it's a disappointment to some people. I hate to say it that way, but you said I can be honest. It's a disappointment, yeah. man. It's like God, bro, like all these. You know what I mean, you go what? But a disappointment for who? You for, or him? For the person, like. Because like her I mean, sister. it's kind of selfish to kind of impose your expectations on someone else. It right? is, but it's it's natural. 
I, mm. you, you you have expectations for the people in your life. Reggie have expectations for the people. You gotta, yeah, man. Whatever. I, don't. I guess I guess being the only boy out of four out of you know out of four kids, you know, I have three sisters. I'm the only, I'm the second oldest and the only boy to my mother, and I'm the youngest out of four out of my father, and I'm the baby to my father. Um, I guess the expectation. It, yes, there is an expectation because I will tell you that was an expectation even for my mother. My mother went out, you know, when when my mother and I had that conversation about my sexuality, she told me my expectation was I wanted to have kids from you, and That's natural. But the thing, but the thing is, it doesn't stop me from having really? kids. No, it don't. That was but... that that was that was her disappointment, right? That was my sister's disappointment too. Yeah. And that, oh, I'm, you're not gonna have kids. No, my my genitalia still works. I mean, I, I can still produce kids. I, it, you know, that that's not that's that's false expectations. You know what I mean? Um, I in my opinion, even then, so I don't really. You know, it was surprising to me that she was concerned about that because it was like Trini. Uh, well, you know, I don't want kids. I don't understand why we. This shouldn't be a surprise. Me being gay has nothing to do with that. And what I was going to uh, say, uh, Kels, is a, a lot of times, you know, a lot of what you feel in terms of that disappointment is the reason why a lot of us decide that we want to come out either later in life or we don't come out at all because of the ex expectation of others. The idea of coming out or inviting in is, like I said, is to eliminate that stigma completely. But when you come out, you know, like what Angelo and I did, you know, he did it a little differently. It takes a lot for us to get to that place of being able to be honest with ourselves, let alone invite somebody else in and then take on their disappointment also. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's a big burden to take. It's a lot of why a lot of guys will struggle, you know, for years, you know, trying to figure out what their identity is in terms of this community um, because of you know the expectations of others you know i'm well, not, not saying only... it's a very real thing it is but at the end of the day it's like what he said you know your expectations might not align with mine so why would you be disappointed in something that i chose you know you, got, you gotta allow me to be disappointed like yeah, you have sure. to allow of people process dismissing the idea of you being disappointed but at the same time too i think we have to understand that it's a back and forth and that just as disappointed as you may be, I might be disappointed in how you take it. You know what I'm saying? Well, because there's power in me coming out to you. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Well, I got and, another question, but let Angela go ahead. No, and in my point of view, yeah, I will allow you to be disappointed, you know, to have uh, disappointments and, and, and expectations. But at the same time, I want also for you to have respect for me and understand where I come from as well. Because the same right. way that you have expectations for me, I have expectations for myself. Okay. You know what I mean? And it's it's one of those give and takes where, yeah, well, you were disappointed in me. Well, you know what? You don't get everything in life. It is what it is. Allow me to, you know, move forward in my life. You're either going to be part of it or you're not going to be part of it. Gotcha. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask y'all about it. I'm going to move the conversation a little bit. Because a couple of years ago, there's a church here in South Carolina where they had a pray out the gay 
Like mm. they had it was like a Wednesday night Bible study. They had this like raised a whole bunch of money, put money in the um collection mm-hmm. plate. But the whole mm-hmm. point was gay people come, we gonna pray out the gay. How y'all feel about mm-hmm. that, man? It like the work. cure is praying it out. How, what y'all think about that, man? It doesn't work. It's not real. You can't pray it away. Um, just as simple as that, you know. Um, well, uh, let me let me let me put it to this way. Okay. Um, I was raised Catholic. See, I have I have a double whammy as far as religious background is concerned. My grandmother, a devoted Catholic, Order of Mary. My grandfather, voodoo high priest. Oh. Two different things, right? But this is how I'm going to pose it. If you have somebody sick with cancer, you pray the cancer away. You're praying it away, right? That cancer is going to go in remission, right? And then what's going to happen when it comes back again? It's still going to come back. Eventually, it will come back. Just because it goes in remission, and when I say remission, I say, yeah, they can pray the gay away, and you pray the gay away. What they're really doing is suppressing you from your feelings, making you feel shameful. What what do you think happens when people feel shame? Ooh. They kind of close up. Yeah. They don't want to stay. I was not ready there. for the level of death for that. Wow. They stay, they that, stay quiet, and then eventually the dam is going to break because there's a lot of, I mean, like I said, I was raised Catholic. We all know about the stigma of the Catholic church, mm-hmm. but trust me, I've heard a lot about the Kojic church, the AME church, TD Jakes. Um, <laughs> I, I, I mean, get it. to me, to me is that if you want to cure something, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. And and I and, and I understand the power of faith and the power of of belief. Don't get me wrong. I I I, I, I um like I said, I was raised Catholic, and even in Voodoo and Brujeria, there's 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 that belief, right? There's that that mantra, that belief, but it doesn't necessarily mean that things are going to change. Yeah. But that's a, my that's my two cents on that. That was that was good. I gotta give you yeah, that was nice. That was, I was nice. That was real nice. That. You did that. You did that. I don't have anything to say, really, because I, I, there is no analogy better than that. I got a I, question for you, though. Uh, I, I got a separate type of question for you, then. Okay. Okay. You said you're Southern Baptist, Reggie. Yeah. Uh huh. I am. It's a, it's a billion. I'm guessing there's like a billion Bible verses that that say being gay is wrong. Yes. Mm. Now, us living in the three, South, our law. Three in the old and three in the new. Okay, so six laws. What's what's your response to that? Because both of y'all, I'm guessing, pray to God. You know, one God. Y'all believe in the Bible, right? I'm more spiritual than anything, to be what honest. About you, Angelo. Again, I used to be a practicing Catholic, um, but yes, I am more spiritual. Okay. Um, and the only and the only thing that I have to say about the whole Bible verses is educate yourself exactly on the bible itself okay the bible itself has been rewritten three different times right you have the international version you have the king the king james version and 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 mind you the king james version you guys can google it it was written by a gay man but anyways 
um, King James was a bisexual gay man. But anyways, um, and then, you know, I keep forgetting the third version of it. I think it's called the NVT or something like that. But you have to keep in mind that when the Bible was written, it was written in Aramaic, Hebrew. Then it was translated to different languages. Right. And with someone that speaks two languages like myself, not every word will translate right. from the original source. So you're saying these six verses is wrong? No, I'm just oh, saying it's been know. interpreted incorrectly. It's just it, it's all interpretation, right? Because um, it's it's all about interpretation. I mean, if you think about uh, what's that one, um, Solomon Gomorrah. It's a lot of controversy behind that one, because a lot of people will tell you that it wasn't about homosexuality that 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 um, that uh, Babylon um, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. It was because of greed and um, what was that? Greed and um, sinful. Uh, uh, no, not taking care of their poor. Just because there's a piece in there that's talking about, um, you know, having sex with angels made it seem or look like there was a gay relationship or they were messing around with, you know, it was it had to do with. So you saying we interpreted it wrong. Or maybe fairy, yeah, like angel, fairy, in that in that instance, is that what you mean? Yes. I mean, as far as the, the interpretation from the original source of Aramaic. So you're saying the Bible even, just don't stand up against homo, homosexuality? Like the Bible no. has no... No, what he's saying is, is that when it comes to interpretation, everybody comes away differently, you know, when they, inter when they read. Like there's a passage that you may read that may not... I might not interpret it the same way you do. And over the years, a lot of that has gotten diluted and turned into things that could potentially not mean what we think it means in today's terms. That's basically what he's saying. I'm not right. saying, I'm not saying that there's no credence behind it. I do I do under I I feel like religion for me has been <clears throat> which is why I'm sp spiritual now has been the catalyst to a lot of guilt that I've held on in my life when it comes to sexuality. You know, I can probably recite Leviticus and tell you how many times I've heard that and how that, you know, blatantly, you know, uh, scared me in terms of my sexuality and why I didn't, you know, I used to pray it away as we were previously talking about. But at the end of the day, you know, the one thing that I find interesting that people do when they quote the Bible is they seem to gloss over other things, you know, that other people do, you know, it's all sin, you know, we all fall short of the glory of God on any given day, right? No matter what sin we do, even if you go kill 10 people, it's a sin. And I have sex with 10 men. It's still the same type of sin. There's no wager different on my head than it is on yours. So, you know, who's to say, you know, what's worse and what's not. But the thing that I don't like is the fact that people can be hip hypocritical in that sense that they would say, well, the Bible says don't be gay, but we're okay with, you know, uh, sex before marriage. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, having tattoos or marks, you know, all of, I, there's wearing a mixed linens, 
Eating right. selfish. You know, selfish. having sex with girls when they're on their period. Or women when they're on their period. Well, actually, actually, no. Being inside the same house with a woman having her period. Right. Having period. right. And these are things. Old Testament. That's Old Testament. Old. It's in Leviticus. That's old. I don't know the Bible. That's old and new. Oh, no, that's in Leviticus. Old. That's oh. the old. See, now people tell me that, you know, Old Testament is old. New Testament should apply to what we live about today. How y'all feel about that? I mean, I'm telling you things I heard, man. I don't think it even acknowledges some of the, you know, technology. I mean, it can't because it, it just can't. <laughs> Other than just the language, it can't. Gotcha. We've evolved so much as people. So both of you guys know both of you guys know who Lil Bootsy is, right? The rapper yeah. Lil Bootsy. The, the rapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rapper Lil Bootsy. He was on a Breakfast Club recently and he was just saying like People like Lil Nas X, you know, being all over the television and all in the music about being gay is influencing the kids the wrong way. When it comes to like things like that, movies, books, posters, music, how do y'all feel about it? I mean, like, do y'all agree with them that maybe it is too much into the, into the TV? You say, no, it's not enough. Like, what y'all stand on when, when it comes to stuff like that, man? I think we need more representation, personally. Um, you know, and what do you mean by representation, though? Like, like more movies, more books, more. I mean, just in in any media platform, really. Education, uh, yeah. First and foremost, you know, educating. Uh, well, you feel that way about African, like African Americans too. Like you think, like we was having a conversation earlier about black movies before we started up, and you said we need that that area. So now you're saying that the community needs it as well. Like there needs to be a, a community. Millionaire list, a LGBTQIA plus millionaires list as well. Are you saying we should break it out like that? So identity and uh, race are two different things. They're not the same. So we can't categorize them as the same. But do those things exist in the gay community? Yes, they do. Do they get the same weight as what it would in terms of some, you know, a blacklist or you know, showing our contribution to, uh, you know. America as black people, yeah, there there should be some a bit of spotlight on, on both, but they're two different uh, categories to me. So it's kind of hard for me to lump them together. Okay, okay. I, I respect that, man. You, Angelo, when it comes to this influence, when it comes to the movies, the music, it's basically being shoved down our throats. Pause. I say pause. If that offend y'all, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's literally like it's being shoved down our throats, like gay, 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 gay. It's been done. It's been done. This this is not. This is the same story all over again, right? The white folks has been doing it for us all this time. What black person have you seen and gone with the wind? All the movies during the sixties and the seventies and the fifties. So when 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 when, when, I'm sorry. What I'm just saying is everyone should be representative. Doesn't matter if you're part of the alphabet, if you're black, white, Latino. Everybody should be representative. Should there be more Dominicans on screen? Yeah. I mean, Zoe Santana shouldn't be the only one on there. She shouldn't be the only one on Star Trek. You know what I mean? All the reboots of Star Trek and, and, and uh, Gal- you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that. She shouldn't be the only Dominican. I should, there should be more Dominicans representative. I guess it just, to me, it's, it's the education and the exposure. You, it's like they say. Uno no puede tapar el sol con un dedo. You can't you, you can't cover the sun with a finger. 
the, the sun is going to shine for everybody. Okay. So you just can't exclude whites, blacks, gays, Hispanics, Asians, yellow, blue. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter. To me, everybody but if it's should my be movie, represented. My book, my network, and I want to exclude it. That should be okay, right? Yeah, and that's fine. And then, but it should be okay for me to support it too, right? Yeah. yeah so, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's your network. You can do whatever the hell you want to do with your network. I mean, look at what happened with the um, the baby. He said what he wanted to say. Now, does everybody else have to support what he has to say? Do you think I what mean, he said was bad, Angelo? Like straight up, my money, my money shouldn't go towards you if I don't feel that way. Right. The only thing, the only thing, the only thing I, this whole situation with the baby, the only thing that I I would say is he lumped up a whole not only the not only not only the LGBT community, anybody that has HIV. He has to keep in mind that HIV is not necessarily an LGBT issue. It's a it's a human issue. He, it's didn't a, do, he just did a call back, Angelo. And I, I understand that, I but he lumped it. He, the, I, I agree with the, you. The, the, the only, the only thing is the, the other, the other. If that, if that was the case, why, why the whole follow up on Instagram, digging a hole even further that he digged himself into? Because at that point, it was just like, yo, everybody coming at me. You gotta understand what type of person he, he is. He should have just, he's, you know what? Everybody, everybody makes mistakes. What he should have done was just eating his humble pie. Was it a mistake tail. though, Angelo? Well, who Again, did he offend? How were you well, apparently offended by a that? Whole, but how were you apparently offended Apparently a whole that? lot of people. But how are you offended. personally offended by that? No, I'm not. Per well, me personally, I just because I have a lot of I have friends and I've known people that that live or died with HIV. And for him to make a call like that, you know, if. If you don't, if you don't have an STD or an, or an HIV, let's stop your phone lights. If you didn't suck somebody's dick, put your phone up. If you didn't have, if you're dirty, and then and then to go on Instagram and then say, oh well, my gay fans don't have HIV because um, they're they're class, they're, they have class. What? Yo, that that message should have been a little bit different. Look, what you said on stage that whatever 30, 60 second sound bite, I would probably forgotten about it if you had not gone on, on, on Instagram and then basically paint every, well, first saying that people that, gays that have HIV um, are classless, that have no class whatsoever. Um, that, that to me is just, most most people that I knew, especially growing up in the '80s, my mother's um, hairdresser, he was gay. You know how he contracted HIV? He went to the hospital. He had blood transfusion. That was before they they even knew how to to screen it properly in the '80s. But you're lumping it up together. He's not lumping it up together. He just uh, made a statement. Well, yeah, but you know, ago, man, it was to me it wasn't that serious because. And I feel like both of you guys lived in Florida or lived in Florida. Both, I'm pretty sure y'all had a party side and been to the club and turn up. You've heard this before. Yeah, but you also have to acknowledge too, like I, I agree with you, uh, Keys. I don't necessarily, he wasn't talking to me. So it was easy for me to do that. I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds crazy. And I just stopped listening. I have the option to do so, right? No point, but, yeah. 
what we have to do is, and I, I keep saying this, the, these topics are nuanced, right? And these are the way that people choose to identify as. So we have to be delicate and acknowledge what people feel when they hear these words. When when he says the stuff that he's saying based on what I you know got from Angelo, I can see how hurtful that is to some people and why they would respond in the way that they do. I'm not saying that it's right or wrong. You know, all I'm saying is they have the they have the right to be upset if they are. It isn't. I don't think that people are just choosing to be mad about a specific something. But I think no, that I, what's happening is, is there's some hurtful. It may be reminiscent to something that they've heard before that made them that triggered something inside of them to respond the way that they did. But right. I mean, just don't get me wrong with, with, with the whole the whole situation with the baby. It's not that. I hold anything against him. I'm just, I, I was just trying to make a point, right? That sometimes what you have to say have consequences. Yes, right. you are able to say anything you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. Just understand that there is consequences and repercussions to your actions. Not right. necessarily by me or my next door neighbor, but there is people that will, like me, that ha things like that are tricky. Yeah, it doesn't affect me personally, Personally, it doesn't affect me. I just don't, I know people that have HIV and this is not something that he, sh he should, he should have been more, um, he should have educated himself or instead of with that follow-up that he did. That's all I have to say. I think the follow-up I mean, was same. ignorant. I, I agree. The follow-up was a little ignorant, but I think at I, that I mean, point it was like uh, John Elton or uh, and uh, Madonna and quest love people start attacking him for the call out and then he responded with the ignorant stuff i think at that point it was just like fuck y'all not the community yeah. but fuck everybody that got i get, to I, I get the whole situation yeah i get it but at the same time like even if that wasn't his intent i'm just gonna scale it back within the within the uh you know with other things that's happened white folks that do blackface yeah i mean it doesn't affect you. They've done it, right? They they express themselves. Most of them are canceled. Some of them had to eat their humble pie because of something they did twenty years ago. Yeah, we go back to Boosie's situation though. When he's saying about being on television and being in the news and being in books, like I don't want if and I'm not talking about myself personally, but I don't want to mm -hmm. see two men kissing while I'm in the Walmart with my kids. I don't want to have that conversation. You feel like it's just. I love my old man, so I'm gonna kiss him. I'm gonna hug him. I'm gonna lay on him. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do all of that. But it might be somebody that's walking through the, the Walmart or wherever you may be, and it's like, come on, man, why are you doing that shit in front of my kids? Like, do, well, you, that, do that, you think about that before you make those decisions but too? Because you want people you, to think before they say things. But question for you though: If you see a man and a woman doing the same thing, would you have that same reaction? To that person, maybe not, because that's what's considered let's say, acceptable let's, for him and his kids. Oh, really? Let's let's you know let's flesh this scenario out. Okay. If you had you know let's say it was your son that was there. Okay. Or your or All this is hypothetical because I do have right. kids. All of it hypothetical. I'm you know I don't I don't know you that well That's enough true. to be able to but and you saw that you saw two men kissing. Would you have the same reaction if you saw two women or, or not two women? But a man and a woman kissing. Would you say, man, I don't want my kids to? No, because that's how. That's what I want my kids to be. I but, don't want my kids to. Uh, your expectation by 
right to be influenced i think that the, but it I, takes more than that keys it takes more than seeing two main kids it's always one thing one little domino that starts that trickles into but something that, else. That, trust me it didn't have anything that if if that was the case then all these straight movies i saw before i saw a gay one i should be gay i should be straight <laughs> i'm not i'm just saying man that one incident can cause but you're saying it's, one domino. it's a domino effect but that's not the case it's how that's it not the case but how because, is it not the case? because again we're coming i believe that i was born this way we gonna get there i think next show this show we could get to it but i don't believe that's but true I, but i have to in i'm 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 choosing my words lightly because i want to be able to express myself in a in a in a good way without getting so passionate about it. But I will say that some of the things that you're saying are triggering me. Okay. I, I will say that. Now, oh, <laughs> it's all love, Reggie. It's all love, man. I know, and I, I understand where you're, where you're coming from when you're asking these questions. I get it. I completely get it. And there, there's just somebody who's over there in the corner that are thinking the same things that you're thinking. But it makes me it frustrates me to hear it frustrates me to hear those things sometimes because it signifies why a lot of people in this lgbtqia plus community decide to live double lives and decide to not be themselves fully because of the scrutiny that they face among others. See, to you, it's just a normal question. It's just a normal, like, hey, why is this or why is that? And the fact that you acknowledge the double standard makes me more upset because you realize that the double standard is there, but there's no rebuttal behind why there is that double standard other well, than the fact my, that... My rebuttal is, this is how I want it. This is how... I want my kids to be raised. I want my kids to be raised woman, male, marriage, family, whatever it be from there. But so I, it's not I, like an attack. Yeah. It's more or less like this is what I want for this is my expectations that I have for my children. But you have I'm that raising. conversation with your kids. Like there's nothing that me and Angelo can do about that. But that you're forcing uh, that conversation now. But if we're out and we're and I'm holding my husband's hand, that's just me holding my husband's hand. That has nothing to do with anybody and trying to that's just what i want to do in that moment it's organic for me to to go well, and grab maybe it was organic for him and look at all this uprising. And, and it may be i'm not arguing that to be the case at all with with him i'm saying that he has the right to feel however way he feels but he doesn't have the right to speak on something he knows he knows nothing about and you don't have a right to kiss your husband in front of me and my kids if i don't want my kids to see that in a public place I'm not saying you directly, Reggie. Let's make sure. We, let's make sure we understand we're talking and hypotheticals. But Please, that's what someone could feel, man. Look, just just to kind of interject myself into this real okay. quick. Um, let's think this through, right? Your the, the expectation is you don't want to see your child kiss you seeing kissing another man, and we already had the argument about you know opposite sex. But you have to understand when you're in public. You're you're going to be shocked and awe with a lot of things. I mean, there's a lot of things I see in public that shocks me, and I'm 
I'm I'm I'm an old ass man with gray hairs. It shocks the shit out of me. I thought I've seen it all. You know what I mean? And I kind of get the fact that you know everybody wants to shelter their children and everything else, but you like again, you cannot cover the sun with your finger. So what you what uh, my suggestion is, you have that conversation with your child. If your child starts asking you questions, talk to your child. Be an adult. Don't lie and make a narrative that doesn't exist. It's the same thing when we have to have that conversation with your children about sex. Are you going to lie about it? You know what I mean? It's going to happen. You're going to have those unnecessary conversations. You're going to have that child that sees another person in public shoplifting. What? You're going to you're going to say, "Oh, well, I'm not going to address that with my child because they saw someone else shoplifting." No, that's, and that's, then it's okay gonna, for them to shoplift? No, I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm more or less saying, "Okay, you saw the shoplifting, you don't shoplift." This is why we don't shoplift. So right, but then you, you, have, you should have that person stealing is now triggering that that my my key is mine to be like, well, what what's that about? What is that? What's that dealing with? And then you have to explain Just, that to them. But the same thing with you kissing other men. You be like, look, babe, th- this happens in society. You know, people love each other differently. You see, instead of instead of you know, oh, that's that's not acceptable, blah blah blah, and and creating a narrative and a hate. Because keep in mind, behavior is learned. How we treat each other is learned. And we know that very well by by history, all right? right? Because we have that history of being ignorant towards each other. I mean, can, can I, I couldn't see myself being raised in, in the 20s, 30s, and 40s, and 50s, where I had to explain to my child, well, why can't we go into that store? And it says whites only where I had to explain to my child, well, you can't be out at a certain amount of time. I mean, unfortunately, there's, there's, there's conversations that we need to have and right. it should be truthful and honest conversations. And, I, and I, don't get me wrong, I understand where you come from and I understand the expectation as someone having an expectation, right? I have everybody in here and everybody is listening, we all have expectations. Unfortunately, we do not get everything we want out of life. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and you know, my, my I'm sorry for getting emotional because that got me for a second. So I had to, you know, and I, I want to clarify, you know, a, a little bit. So the thing the thing that is that sits with me, Keith, with what you're saying is that there's no nuance at all. You know, when you're having these when you're saying these things, there's no nuance. It's just that I don't like it. You know, and what I was saying in terms of me and Carlos, when I'm out and I'm I'm in public and I embrace him, I'm not thinking about anybody else. I'm thinking about just my experience at that moment where I wanted to embrace my husband. That's as simple as it is for me. You know, it's not like, you know, I'm trying to influence, negatively influence somebody. But I also know that. In this world, I'm not, if I had kids, I know that I'm not going to be the only influence that they have. They also have influences with the kids that they associate with at school, TV, and other things that even though they may see two men kissing, that might not be the catalyst to them being, you know what I'm saying, gay. 
or who they want to be. All I said was it's, it could start the conversation, start the investigation. Yeah, it could start the conversation, sure. And that's but how that's somebody it. can become upset about saying it. Like, now I have to go through this whole thing yeah. with my and child be because upset. he's seen Absolutely. me It is okay, but it isn't my responsibility. That's between you and that child. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to have that conversation, and I, I think it was beautiful what you just said, uh, uh, Angelo, you know, it's learned behavior. You know, we teach children how to hate. We teach children how to, you know, and it's uh, based on the conversations that we have. I don't think you could have said it any more perfect than what you said. So uh, thank you for, for riding up in that moment for me because I was I was going through it for a second. Well, I mean, well, for me, I mean, I'm, this is where I'm going to, I mean, when I was growing up, it was um, when I was growing up, you know, in, in the 80s and 90s, my uncles, oh man, if you, if you had your pants underneath your ass, I mean, you had to see that in public, showing your ass all the time. You know what I mean? I had to learn that not, it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to get fucked. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that that's what it means. And that was the stereotype back then is they, they just want it. They, it's just easy access. And that's not true. You see how it could be misconstrued that, oh, well, no, there's a history behind it. And it's not necessarily means that you want to get poked. Gotcha. And that was and that was and that was the misconception. Gotcha. So yeah, sometimes we have to have that conversation and not go with that lie because I was told when I was a kid that's what it meant. If you walked around with saggy pants showing your asses, you wanted to get poked. I I've never heard that. I mean, I heard that coming from uh, like being I'm a northerner and an inmate. And stuff like that, but I, I, I that's my I, first time hearing it just outside of. Yeah, I've of heard that context too. That's yeah, I, that's, it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's it's all in the education, right? Gotcha. Now you, you, said, you eventually learn. You know what I'm saying? Now, now, Reggie, you said something earlier, and we could talk about this on the next show. Uh, if we got time, we can hit on it now. The can you be born gay? I, so, that's something. That's that's not me speaking hypothetically. That's something that I'm a, I'm a little uneasy about you saying yes now are you, you cool to address this now like you want to you want to keep rolling or you want to go go the we next can. time around but i i think that i i i want to address it because um we haven't eaten yet have we um i do want to address it because i personally feel like you can be born gay or you are born gay i remember from a very young age and you and i had this conversation a couple weeks ago with uh with the mm -hmm. Uh, uh, with Mr. Red, uh, that I felt this way ever since I was younger. You know, I always knew there was something different about me. I didn't have the language to be able to explain it. And as I got older, I, you know, had certain imprints of what I felt being acknowledged by other people. And then eventually, as I got older, I was able to control my own narrative and 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 understand that you know this is something bigger than me. So, you know, the idea of praying in a way or, you know, um, being influenced by others, because I, you know, I wasn't molested as a kid. Cause that's something that a lot of people believe that if you're molested by a man or whatever, that's the first thing that, you know, uh, uh, makes you gay. I've never been molested in my life, you know, or you, you were raised around, a, a lot of girls that makes you gay. I have 
two brothers. I have uh, three brothers and two sisters. You know what I'm saying? So it really it wasn't about femininity or masculinity or anything like that. It really was just a question of of who I was attracted to. You know what I'm saying? And um, I told the story about this kid that I had a crush on at the time. I didn't know it was a crush, but I remember feeling nervous and anxious and whenever this kid would come around. And I didn't I didn't know what that was. Man, you could be bullied by a kid and feel that though, Reggie. No, nah. not like how I felt for that kid. Okay, okay, okay. Not like how I felt for that kid. You know what I'm saying? And in my mind, I would have daydreams about us, you know, at that time playing around together, just uh, it only being us. You know what I'm saying? No one else around. Like I didn't know what I didn't know then. That's what this, you know, would turn out to be. But you know, um, it wasn't an influence or anything. It's just something that I felt on the inside, you know? Um, and that's as far as it goes for me. You know, it's not this long drawn out like explanation in terms of, you know, there's a right mix of this and then a right mix of that and then a little bit of this, that it, to me, in my experience, is it's not a, a perfect storm. It, it just is. I, I, wanna, I wanna leave that cliffhanger there because I wanna say some things to your your, your breakdown of that, but I think it'd be great if we do it next time around because I already didn't press your button one time there. I feel like you was gonna jump to the screen on before. No, 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 no. So, I, you know, <laughs> so I, like I, I do like have I a see. response to that. I do have a response to that, but I want to hold that response for everybody to come back next week and hear what I got to say about that because I don't think you could be born gay. Um, I don't think I've ever daydreamed about me and a little girl playing ever as a child. So. Those, those are some things I want to address. Like, I don't I don't believe it. I think it's based upon influence, about what you see, about how things are around you. I think all of that plays a role into it. Mm. But we can talk let about me, that. Let me, let, me throw, let me throw this into the cliffhanger. Okay. Then if that's the case, then is everybody predisposed to be right-handed? Ah. Think about that. <laughs> so no mind, you got that. it. <laughs> you got think it. about that. You got it, man. So but we can have, I mean, you, we can leave that cliffhanger for in my response for next time. Just real quick response. Well, no, we'll 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 talk oh, about man. it. Because this left he really said left-handed. He compared left-handedness to being LGBT. No, you're talking about being born gay. I mean, yeah, my yeah. question was, the, the everybody's think, being. I don't think there's a gene that makes you gay. I think there's a gene that makes you. Ah, that's what I think. Ah, okay. That's what I think either. Huh? I just I don't think there's a gene. No, a gay gene. Yeah, never mind. That, wrap it up for us, Mister Reggie. We'll be back next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So obviously, you know that these conversations are, are touchy. I want to tell everybody I apologize for, you know, kind of blanking out for a second. But that's why I brought my co-host, uh, you know, Keys and, and, and uh, Angelo on to make sure that I stay on the same page. But we're going to continue to flesh out these conversations. Um, you know, the, the next topic that we're going to have here um, is going to be about acceptance. Um, you know, how what it, what exactly does exist? acceptance look like and what does that mean for for you um as you can tell angelo and i have very different views when it comes to uh you know sexuality and being gay um 
So we're going to talk about that uh, at length, and we're also going to probably, you know, uh, finish talking about can you be born gay? No. So I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, for the conversation. And uh, you know, anybody else have anything that they want to say before we out of here? I just want to say that uh, I need everybody to remember. I'm just asking questions, playing devil's advocate. If I mean something, then I'll, I'll give that disclaimer before this is coming from me. But to push the conversation forward, I have to be a little more ignorant than I am. Because I want to hear what you guys got to say about a few things. Like a lot of things I think uh, people believe we just know because we're not in your community and we're supposed to respect. But a lot of times you can't respect something without understanding it. And, you know, this I believe this series will help a lot of people understand and open up a lot of more do a lot of a lot of doors for them to understand what's going on. Right. Yeah. Well, with me, I actually I came in nervous. I actually enjoyed having these conversations um, and uh, hopefully we can have some more. Uh, like I said, I do have a different perspective and look at things. Um, but, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I actually expect for second episode and the third episode to be good episodes because um, now that I'm kind of comfortable, I guess next episode is going to be interesting. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting none the least because yeah we'll definitely dive into that are you born can you be situation born reggie coming with this bull crap now i'm messing but hey yeah who y'all can't we'll see out. man the guy that's been flipping us around back and forth and things like that nico smoke shout out nico thank you for always being in the background yeah. making sure everything looks good nico um, I don't know if we can hear you or see you, but thank you, man. I just want to say thank you. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. I appreciate you guys. Close us out, Mr. Rich. How, how you close out the right. show, Rich? Bring, bring it out. <laughs> you guys know where to find me on uh, social media, Reggie's Expressions, um, on um, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Reggie's Expressions, Reggie's, R-E-G-G-E-E-S underscore Expressions. Um on instagram so i appreciate you guys uh for coming and joining with us um and we're going to continue to flesh out this conversation just check us out next week um as we dive a little deeper into this topic all right guys enjoy the rest of your day thank you all right Buenas noches.